Welcome to Lifting Leaders Podcast, where we are unleashing leader possibilities to make a better world. I'm Crystal Roberts, and together with Trisha Ryan, we're diving deeper into some of the complexities of the world's most critical challenges and exploring innovative ways of navigating through them. Through interviews with experts and leaders just like you, we're exploring what it takes to thrive as a leader today and examining new ways of thinking about how to creatively lead into a more equitable, socially responsible, and sustainable future. And the future starts now. Hi, Crystal. Hi, Trisha. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I am too. Yes, I'm looking forward to having a little bit of time off, a little bit of just well, it'll be celebrating holidays, so that's not to say, you know, too restful, but it'll be fun. It'll but it's, be fun. It's not too restful in a great way, you know? Yeah. There's there's something different about having, you know, family in the hustle and bustle of doing stuff yeah. for the holiday. Yeah. I know. I love this time of year. I really do. And I can't wait because I'm actually taking a few days off myself. Yeah. And I have all sorts of plans. I've got to watch it. I don't want to like fill up my time too much. I want to enjoy some of my space. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like you and I are with our agendas. Yeah. (laughs) For anybody who's listening, if you don't know, (laughs) we love a full agenda. We We love an agenda where you just can't quite get through the whole thing because you've got so much stuff on it, but, or you're so rushed, but we love it. Yeah. We get a lot done. Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited for the end of the year. I love taking time, taking a pause to reflect and think about all the good things, mm-hmm. right? All the good things that have happened. And our lives are so busy. I feel like it, it is kind of a luxury to actually kind of look back, look through mm-hmm. all the pictures, look at all of my notes. What are the things that I'm really proud of that I've done. And also, you know, what are the things that I know that I can do better next year? You know, I love that. Um, And I think with respect to our podcast, that is so true as well. I mean, individually it's true, but, but I think we've had such an amazing year. We really have. We've had, we've had people on who I never would have imagined that we would get to meet or that we yeah. would get to, to talk to. And and it's just been so much fun and so insightful. I feel like I've learned so much in, in this year, just interacting with some pretty positive and, and, you know, knowledgeable professionals that are just, they made my heart full, which yeah. I loved. But also- Am I mindful? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. And I think it really made for um, you and I having some really good, rich conversations, which is another way to to grow, I yeah. think. And as far as reflecting, I mean, we're reflecting on that, but even just what's to come, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. what's ahead? And do we even know what that is right now? Yeah. That mm-hmm. might be something to talk about today. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe in January. Yeah. yeah. This is our last podcast for the year. And I'm not talking about our stuff. I'm just talking about the whole idea of mm. looking ahead. Yeah. And thinking, right. right. Oh, yeah. I see. You're trying to transition me. Yeah. It was kind of <laughs> like a, almost like not really a metaphor, but sort of like a, I don't know, yeah. 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 This is our gems episode. It is. Um, to talk about just one thing that sparked some ideas of further exploration mm-hmm. um, from our from our talk with Jeff from Jeff our talk McAuliffe. with Jeff McAuliffe yeah of uh, 52 weeks of Earth Day mm-hmm. that was such a 
deep conversation and left me really thinking about there's so many challenges and he talked about that but also the path forward that Mm -hmm. there is a path forward but one of the missing pieces really is this clear vision of what that will look like we know it is not going back we know that it's going to look very different than today but the fact that we're missing this piece Mm -hmm. of a vision. So we thought that would be a great place to spend a little bit of time thinking about the importance of vision. Absolutely. You know, he did spend a lot of time kind of talking about the things that really weren't working. Yeah. And he did spend a fair amount of time talking about what it's going to take to, you know, a little bit about what it's going to take to start moving in a more positive direction. And I felt at the end of that, even though I didn't feel like happy that, you know, we had had this wonderful conversation and <laughs> oh, the, the map is there for us because yeah. it really wasn't. Yeah. Um, I felt hopeful. And yeah. I think part of that is about what we're talking about today yeah. is, you know, the whole concept of having a vision. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know about you, but I know that I've been dealing with a lot of clients who have been you know, feeling burnout, feeling just dead tired and and lost. And I have to wonder if, you know, when the pandemic hit, none of us were expecting that. And did we ever have a vision on how we were going to address it? No. Yeah. But also once it was over, I mean, all the things that had to change in our world as a result of it, yeah, those haven't gone away. We couldn't go back to the way it was before because it wasn't working then. Right. You know, and I, I believe every, what, few decades or something, something massive happens. I don't yeah. know what it is, but something massive happens and people have to shift the way they do things. But this one is the first time I've ever seen in my whole career yeah. where it was earth changing. Yeah. And I believe that maybe the reason why we get burnout out so much is that we just don't know what's coming. We don't know what the next is. Yeah. And so there's really no vision mm-hmm. of what, you know, what is what what could be down yeah. the down the line? What could we be looking at and, and how could we get there? I think that's missing. And so yeah. without that, we're just, you know, we're just looking for the next shiny object or, you know, the next uh whack-a-mole or whatever you want to call it, you know, yeah. and it's and it's exhausting to do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think you're right that the pandemic was at an interesting time as far as in this evolution of understanding around where we're at regarding the planet mm-hmm. and and social justice and these really big yes. issues. So it, it was like kind of being thrown in the middle of a, a washing machine and completely losing your bearings, you know, and just being tossed around and reacting and that level of fear and just our minds, like what Mm -hmm. it was doing just to our minds. And we continue to hear what the impacts are and learn what the impacts Mm -hmm. are. And so you're right. It's, it's not over. And so it's not like we can put those walls back up again and say, okay, I knew what that was like. And so I can go back there and that's right. safe. Right. It's like, we know we can't go back. And so, yeah, it, I think all of that is 
contributing to this exhaustion. And I see it too. I see it in my clients, you know, and I have clients all over the world. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the things that has been probably most almost shocking to me is how it doesn't matter. And because partly it's emphasized because I'm on Zoom. And so one in one hour, I am talking with somebody in New York, the next hour, somebody in Dubai, the next hour, somebody in Sydney, Australia, you know, and it feels very much the same. Mm-hmm. Like what I'm mm-hmm. talking to them about is the same issues, the same concerns that they're having. So it, it is a worldwide thing. It's mm-hmm. not just happening here in my little local area. And interestingly enough, you mentioned a word that I think is is sort of central to a lot of that burnout and everything, and that's yeah. fear. Yeah. You know, it, one of the things that often is, well, always is a problem with change or transition yeah. is the unknown, right? Right. You can't, if you don't know what's ahead, it can be fearful. Yeah. You know, what's my role in it? Am I going to fit in? Am I going to be able to do this? Will I live through this, right? There are so many unknowns that people will react in fear, you know, knee-jerk reacts in some cases, right? And we've seen that where people just completely go ballistic when there's a major change that takes place. And this is- Or shut down. Right. Yeah. These are major changes. Yes. And fear can cause you to shut down, right? Right. But there are other things that are a part of that too, and that is that they never got to- adequately end what we had before right right there's there's no ending and that that really supports what william bridges was talking about in his in his transition model which is you cannot start something new until you end something old and in ending the part of endings that is really key and critical is celebrating or having some kind of a memorial or whatever you want yeah, to call it. Yeah, a recognition. For, right, for yeah. what has been but is no longer. Mm-hmm. And we never had that. We jumped right into the pandemic. Everything started changing. All of the things like social justice and everything came to the forefront. It wasn't that it wasn't there. It has right. been there, but people weren't ready to listen. Yeah. All of a sudden, the world's a little quieter because we're not all on the freeway every day, right? <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden, this is right here. Yeah. And so... I think a lot of us never had a chance to let go of the old before we were asked to jump right into the new. Yeah. And we didn't even know what the new was. Yeah. Right. And we still don't. <laughs> no. And I think as Jeff was talking about that lack of a vision of where we're going. Yes. Doesn't allow people to actually let go. And so we haven't we we haven't done the hard work of the grieving mm-hmm. of letting go yet because we haven't stepped close enough into that vision because we don't have the vision. Right. So there's nothing, I think we're, we're definitely stuck in that messy middle. Yeah. And that's it. And, and it's okay to be stuck in the messy middle. It is okay to be in the neutral zone, right? It's, that's where you do all of your best, you know, thinking about, okay, what is my role? What do I need to get ready? Yeah. You know, all of that kind of stuff. That's where you kind of get right with it. Yeah. And until you're right with it, stepping into the new is just not going to happen. Yeah. And that's where we are, I think, right now, is there's so many people sitting in the middle and asking themselves a question, but they're not talking to each other. Yeah. And without talking to each other, how do you know that everybody else isn't having the same thing? Yeah. And how, if you all have the same thing, then 
what are you going to do to envision or what are you going to do mm-hmm. to to create the vision? Yeah. Because the vision isn't necessarily the known in the future. That's an objective. Yeah. Right. Right. What you what you're doing is you're you're saying, okay, I don't really know what the future looks like. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's brainstorm some ideas and let's let's bat it around. What is it going to take to make it happen? Right? Yeah. I think that is where where we can be, but where we're not quite right right now. Well, that's where the role of hope comes in. Yes. <gasps> because hope, as we were talking about, you have to have a hope that it can get better. So we know there's a lot of people who are stuck in this place of not having, of hopelessness. Mm-hmm. And so when you in, are stuck there, that doesn't even give you a place to start to reach for the vision or to reach for creating a vision Mm -hmm. because you don't believe anything can get actually better. And we were kind of talking about this um, earlier, but also that part of hope is letting go. Yes. Sometimes we have to let go of hope that things will return to the way they were. Mm -hmm. That's a bit of letting go of hope. But the hope that you have to hold is that that things can get better. It will look different. It will be something that we've probably not even thought of at all yet. Mm -hmm. But as you were talking about that collaborative, like, and Jeff was talking about this as well, it's like no, no one person, no one group has the answer. And so it has to be a collaborative effort to create this vision of this new this new world, essentially. I love that. I, I agree with you. And I think, you know, as we were listening to Jeff and we were asking him the hope questions, and one of the things that we asked him was, where do you see hope in the world? Yeah. And he said in the youth of today, right? Yeah. In today's youth. And and you ha- and, and I have talked in the past about how, you know, even your children, you know, have a hard time with, you know, hoping for a brighter future. Yeah. That generation, whether they envision a brighter future, yeah. they are starting to envision a future. Yeah. And what that future looks like can become bright. I think yeah. once they get right with it, it's a different future. And what I yeah. what I have so much respect for youth is that they are looking at what could we do to address, to navigate. Yeah. And in that, we'll find, I think, joy once we get to it and we realize that, you know what? This is better. Yeah. It's it's not until you test it, though, that you get there. Yeah. But it's these young people, I think, who have the, the tenacity. They have the wherewithal to at least explore. And I think for the rest of us who are so unfamiliar with some of these things, to be open to being uncomfortable for a while. Yeah. Um, to testing the waters that they bring to us. Yeah. And say, okay, I will go with you. I'll step into the murky middle, but I will try and step closer to the new. And the closer you get to the new, the easier it it is usually to get to the new. Yeah. Right. Well, and I think part of the gift of the youth also is while we are trying to let go and to think yes. ourselves out of the sort of mental models that we have mm-hmm. that sometimes a lot of times we aren't even aware of they 
all they are doing is creating and innovating. Mm-hmm. So they don't have that extra burden of how to actually unlearn and mm-hmm. have to let go. It's They get to actually step into the new. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that's a lot, there are a lot of reasons for that, right? Or a lot of reasons I can think of. One is that we've had a lot of seasoning. <laughs> we've been through yeah. a lot that have really kind of the things that have formed our mental models. Yeah. And they've lived their whole lives in to- total change. Yeah. Change by the terabyte or the terasecond, if you want to yeah. call it. You know, they they have had change their entire lives. You know, these are people who were born after the microwave was already popular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember I used to use that as an example. These these kids are born and the microwave was created. It's like, you know what, the microwave's been around for a really long time and these kids Never thought there was anything but cell right? phone, maybe right? Cell, cell phone, phone. yeah. Even cell phones. They've been yeah. more, they've been alive as yeah. long as there've been cell phones, and so yeah. you know, I know those are um, weird examples, but there are so many examples that of technology, and social media, and AI, and yeah. all of these things that they embrace because that's all they've ever known, right? It's what they know. It's what they trust because they they've tested. They're not afraid to test, and that's. That's the difference in a lot of ways. They're just not afraid of the next change because yeah. they've kind of been brought up to do that. Yeah. And I don't think they necessarily feel they have a choice, which is um, unfortunate. But when it comes to a vision, I think that we've got a lot of, um, I think I have a lot of hope in what I can trust in what our youth are coming up with in terms of ideas. I, yeah. I'm this first time in my life that I really felt like that's where the key is. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the things that as we think about how we can contribute to this creating a vision, Mm -hmm. um, but also how we live our lives is our our understanding of the sort of the human human nature and how to engage people and uh, coaching and all of these sort of things where those become more and more important. And as we were talking about, we can't necessarily we've got all the technology that we that we need Mm -hmm. of course there'll be new things that come that are going to be great but it's the change and helping people to embrace that change Mm -hmm. and that is something that we're really good at yeah is helping with the transition and helping with change so that's something that we can help i think the youth while they have maybe some of these ideas that we may not have had we can help them with how do we actually get people to engage with that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And how do we get, how do we map that into a vision that is something people can understand? I think that's, yes. that's a lot of it. You, you know, you and I were talking before this podcast and, and you said something that I thought was um, pretty brilliant as usual, but you said something about that, you know, vision doesn't just help us, you know, it's, it's aspirational, but it doesn't just help us kind of see where we could go. Yeah. It also is a way to see where we don't want to go or yeah. where we cannot go, right? Yeah. And that's something that I think often people don't realize that that is a part of the vision too. What don't we want? Yeah. What do we not want it to have? Yeah. Um and so that's when you're creating a vision and doing it not in a vacuum but with others that you get a chance to bat around, you know, why you might not want to go in one path, but but what is enticing about a different path, right? Yeah. And then I think what you were saying earlier too is so important about that it's not a goal. 
So mm-hmm. um, vision is something that you don't know how to attain. Right. <laughs> That's right. That's the point of the vision, right, is like you can start to put together plans that will help us move in that direction. Mm-hmm. But if we're creating a vision that we already know how to do, then it's not actually a vision. No, yeah. it's not. Yeah, yeah it's it's. I, I say aspirational, but I, I know there are people who actually realize their aspirations, and that's wonderful. Yeah. But an aspirational vision to me is like, where would we love to be? What would our ideal be? Where, yeah. where, what, if, if someone were to meet me tomorrow and I had, at, and I had actually realized my vision, what would they see different? Yeah. What would be different about me? Yeah. What what would be that one thing that told them and oh man, she did her work. You know, yeah. something like that. And and I don't usually think of a vision for me myself. That was just an example, but yeah. but for organizations or even work groups, you know, it's a great way to map out how you want to how you want to row, what direction you want to row in, right? Yeah. You know. Yeah. The, the movie Boys in the Boat is is out, and I read that book years ago, and I just loved that book. It's, it's um, it, if anybody hasn't read it or if you haven't heard of it, go online and just look it up. It's, it is aspirational in a way, but it is getting people to row in the same direction. It doesn't mean you're ever going to actually get to the finish line, but you can get closer. Yeah. And getting closer is good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it can be inspired through peak experiences. So I was thinking yes. about appreciative inquiry and how that helps us to identify those glimpses of times when it's really been peak moments mm-hmm. for us. And that, those can help inspire what that vision looks like as yes, well. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I do think we can actually, as individuals, have visions for yeah. for ourselves it does require a pause, I think. I mean, we were talking about this, it, that you can start with a journal entry. Yes. You can start with meditation. Um, but taking a pause to allow your mind and your heart to be open to what those possibilities are uh, for a vision for ourselves. Yeah. yeah, I do agree with you. I think it's that quiet space right mm-hmm. and that is so rare it's hard for people to find that space or, or or to even allow themselves that space but it's so important not just for a vision yeah it's so important for our own mental health our yeah. own emotional health right and i'm i would be the first to tell you that i am not good at that and um, I'm working on that. In mm. fact, that's that is one of my goals for this year, this coming year, is I don't do, I don't do um, resolutions. But yeah. one of my aspirational goals, and hopefully I'll make it, is spending a lot more reflective time, because there are so many things that I want to do, and I've got a busy mind. Mm. And I know a lot of people who have busy minds, yeah. right? And if we just stopped for a little while. And just counted on one thing, just looked at one thing at a time, I think we might actually get somewhere. Yeah. And that's sort of what this is about. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So So we hope that our listeners, our listeners out there, that you'll take a pause. Yes. At this ending of this year, this calendar year anyway, 
and think about what do you want for your next year in 2024? What's a vision for you mm-hmm. or some elements of a vision? What's sort of a North Star for you that you might, a direction you might want to go in? Something that you don't know how to actually achieve. It's a little farther out than where you can actually see. And what is it going to take yeah. for you to get closer to it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe, as we were talking about how it's important to collaborate on vision, maybe there's a couple of people that could help you along that journey. It might be a close friend. It could be family. could be a coach to help you set a vision to hold the space for you to create your own vision for yourself. So important. Yeah. So important. Love that. Yeah. Oh, this was fun. This was fun. This is sort of one of our favorite topics anyway. It is, yes. And transition, helping us to to actually move in the direction of our vision. Yeah. Yeah, I am just so hopeful that Mm. our listeners have a wonderful holiday season this year and that you enter the new year in a healthy and happy way. And and maybe you've taken a little bit of downtime to reflect on some things and Maybe think about that vision. Yeah, absolutely. If you would like to give Trisha and I a holiday gift, that holiday gift would be going onto our website and doing the Hope Survey. Oh, we would love that. We would really love that. And honestly, it doesn't cost anything. No, it doesn't cost anything. But oh, the joy that you would bring us. We and are the s- hope you would give us. <laughs> yeah, we're, we are committed to getting that thousand and thousand responses. And so we've got a ways to go. But we would love to see that survey just blow up. And so it fill it out, send a link to your friends and family and give us a holiday gift. That would be quite a blessing. Meeting our thousand, our thousand goal. So let's keep that conversation going. And we'll be back on January 8th. Yay. Yeah. We're taking a little pause. A little pause. Yes. If you're wanting Lifting Leaders podcast in your ear during that time, we would encourage you to actually go back and listen to a few of the episodes from this year. They really are fantastic. We've just had some incredible speakers. We did also do a podcast, and I don't have the number, but we did a podcast on how to write a vision. Yes, We've got a podcast on journaling. So if those things are interesting to you and you want to find out more, check those episodes out. You can go on Spotify or anywhere you listen, and usually there's a playlist. And so you can just scroll down the playlist. Our labels pretty much tell you what what we have on them. So yeah, yeah. So lots of good stuff there. If you have questions or comments about the show, you can find us on all our social media channels at lifting underscore leaders. We have so many exceptional podcast episodes coming up with more fantastic guests. So be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple podcast or wherever you listen. If you know someone who would find this episode inspiring, share it with them, text them, email them, or take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram and tag us at lifting underscore leaders. If you're looking for help in developing your leaders or would like a growth opportunity yourself through leader coaching, please contact us through our website at www.liftingleaderspodcast.com. We also are open to doing keynotes. 
So that's something new that we are starting. So we've done some individual keynotes uh, in different places, but we're really wanting in 2024 to do some keynotes together. We're excited about the opportunity of getting out there. We've got We've got some amazing messages. Yep. Thank you to Ari Chance Roberts for his technical support of our show, and he'll be home this week. Yay. Finally, please take 30 seconds and follow us. It helps you because you never miss an episode, and it helps us because you never miss an episode. Amen. To follow us, go to the Lifting Leaders podcast show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen. Then just tap the plus sign in the upper right-hand corner or click on follow. While you're there, if you'd be willing to give us a five-star rating and review and share the episode with a friend, we'd be so grateful. I think people are listening because actually I'm seeing that number go up and I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Yep. Thank you, Trisha, for collaborating again. Another fun episode. Crystal, thank you. This has been an amazing year and I can't imagine having gone through the year without you. And I'm looking forward to next year. Me too. Many thanks to you, our listeners. We appreciate you. Find ways every day to lift each other up. Have a fantastic week. Have a great holiday. Bye.